Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Howdy, hi there, Big Show podcast fans. Randy here with another show note. The boys are still on vacation for the rest of this week, so this will be an encore edition of the John Boy and Billy Big Show for today's podcast. This one originally aired on Thursday, September the 3rd, 2020. Enjoy the show. Cock-a-doodle-doo, madam. It is Thursday, September the 3rd. And the Big Show crew here, John Boy and Billy. I see Pillars, Tater, Randy. Never mind that. Here comes <laughs> <laughs> And Jackie and Andy behind the glass. Okay. All right. Everybody ready here this Thursday. Let's see what's special about today. Besides all of us, it's National Welsh Rarebit Day. Yikes, that's how we're starting out? Okay. (laughs) What is a rarebit, you might ask? Hey, John, what's a rarebit? (laughs) It is actually a Welsh term for rabbit. Mm. Well, that's crazy. Similar to mock turtle soup (laughs) having no turtle in it. Or (laughs) dust bunnies that are not actually made of bunny. (laughs) Welsh rarebit does not contain rabbit. This dish is made with toast that has hot cheese poured over it. But there was already a hot cheese toast day, so. (laughs) How about that? I don't know if I have Mm. a toast with hot cheese. I mean, I put a slice of cheese on toast in the oven. Yeah, of course. Mm. Now, wait, wait. Let me write this down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What about this? One more national day. It's National U.S. Bowling League Day. Mm. Now, how's a bowling alley's been faring here? I mean, you would think you can't get COVID on your feet, can you? Use other other shoes. I don't know if you've ever been bowling, John, but there's a little more than your feet involved. You kind of have to well, touch balls. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I know. When I get a strike, I grab them. Oh, right. well, no, no, that's not. Right. High five. High five. 
athletic thing. Going off. Oh, uh, no. All right. <laughs> Not yours or the guy you're playing with. Yeah. That's what I was say. Because you know, really what you got to worry about is touching other people. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you know, you're bowling, you use your own ball. That'd be all right. You use other shoes unless you have your own bowling shoes. And, yeah. and yeah. as Mary Jane, Zach the Weed Guy's girlfriend, once said, <laughs> the best place to go if you have to go to the bathroom when you're out in public is a bowling alley because people will never recognize you by your shoes. <laughs> She does get decent. <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> That's so bad. I'm surprised Randy didn't come oh, up with it. You have to spike the ball. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we're doing. All right, then. Well, we uh, got our three dates in history saved up. We'll pull our first prize pack out, and we'll get you ready for outburst. Tell more ball jokes on <laughs> the John Boy. <laughs> Big Joe's on the radio. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. All right, bring our first prize package out we playing for this morning, a Magooster Inline Spinners prize pack. Whether you're chasing trout in the mountains or fishing largemouth in a farm pond, Magooster Inline Spinners are the go-to lures. Proudly American-made in East Tennessee. Go to BigShow.com, click on the Magooster logo, enter code JBB at checkout, and you get 20% off your order. Right now, I'll set you up to win it right here. All right, three dates in history, September the 3rd, 1918. Slacker raids begin in the U.S. As uniformed soldiers stopped draft-age men at bayonet point and demanded to see their draft cards. And the slacker said, oh, dude, I forgot it, man. <laughs> slacker raids. Yeah. Hmm. That was a big war of 1918 going on, I guess. Yeah. Right? All right. We'll move up to 1978. 56-year-old Arnold Hanvey raised $1,300 for Jerry's kids by riding a tricycle in 117 degree heat, 79 miles across Death Valley. Wow. Man, and he lost 10 pounds. See, you slackers could learn a lesson from a guy like that. <laughs> About that, all right. And we move up to this date, 1989. Karen and Stan Sutton sailed back into San Francisco Harbor eight and a half years after leaving on their trip around the world. Despite Karen's chronic seasickness, they made the trip in a 43-foot ship they built themselves. Oh, so they didn't have the option of saying, take me back home. <laughs> so, they got themselves into it. And dig this. Along the way, the couple had two children. <laughs> well, Karen said, yeah, this is making it a lot more fun. Yeah, okay. great. <laughs> Chronic seasickness and Yikes. pregnant twice. Mm, yeah. what think? I think we know how they passed the time. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, there's our categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOWS. Our toll-free line across America. We play Outburst next. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio, and our video today brought to you by LS Tractor. More standard features, best-in-class performance, and longer warranty offer a value that offers simply more. Go to bigshow.com, click on the link, find a dealer near you. So where you'll find our video, I'm a bad chicken. Yeah, Randy was telling us about rubber chickens, very prevalent on the internet. 
Very oh. popular, Ed. Very popular. So this is a jig and singing. I'm a bad guy. And masterfully, I'm a I bad might man. <laughs> Actually, the chicken doesn't say any words. He just, like, makes chicken noises. Like chicken Hello. Noise. Okay. <laughs> if you had a talking chicken, that would be an even different classic. <laughs> I guess so. Or video. Would you tell Ren Tin Tin, is that all you got? Bark, bark, bark. Come on. <laughs> Well, check it out at TheBigShow.com. See what you think. Yeah. Right now, let's get the winning again. Outburst. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun when you're playing Outburst. Have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Ricky from Brunswick, Georgia. We'll have a big show time. Ricky! Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, John Boy Billy. How are y'all? Hey, oh. man, we good. How you doing in Brunswick? Been hot this summer down there, Ricky? No. No, it don't get hot down here. <laughs> <laughs> I was hot. Oh, old boy told me it was like a Brunswick stew. <laughs> Did I write that? <laughs> I'm going to workshop some Randy material through today here. All right, Ricky. Glad you made it in, buddy. Let's get through the categories. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Three cards in your wallet. Ready. Go. Credit card, driver's license, visa. Bam. All right, Ricky. We need three charities. Ready. Go. Samaritan's Purse, Red Cross, and Feed the Children. All right, Samaritan Spurs, way to leave with the best, man, Ricky. All right, bud, for the win, three ways you can travel around the world. Ready, go. A ship, an airplane, and a hot air balloon. Hey, that's all been done, too. Learn some stuff. Ricky, we are sending you the Magooster Inline Spinners Prize Pack, the go-to lures. You enjoy, my boy. Can I get a shout-out? You sure can. I'm the second-time getter to her. I forget, didn't get my cow the first time. All right. We need to get uh, you cow. But I wanted, right. And I'd like to shout-out to all my buddies to play golf with down here in southeast Georgia. Well, all right, Ricky and his buddies. <laughs> Let's jump out catch you up what went on around you overnight. That's your news, and on the other side, our time capsule, but it's September the 3rd. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Hey, boy. 
Hey, Myrtle. I want to tell you, yesterday I went to the local Christian bookstore and saw the most adorable Honk If You Love Jesus bumper sticker. Right. Well, I don't know what possessed me, but I bought the sticker and I put it right there on my bumper. Uh-huh. I know maybe I was feeling... I don't know, particularly sassy because I just come from a thrilling choir performance followed, <laughs> followed by a thunderous prayer meeting. <laughs> uh. Well, whatever the reason, I'm so glad that I did it. What an uplifting experience that followed. Let me preach on it. <laughs> I was stopped at the red light at a busy intersection and just lost in thought about the Lord and how good he is and whatnot. And I didn't notice that the light had changed. Well, it's a good thing that someone else loves Jesus because if he hadn't seen that bumper sticker and honked, I would never have noticed. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and I found that lots of people love Jesus. <laughs> lots and lots of them. Because while I was sitting there, the guy behind me started honking like crazy. And then he leaned out of his window and screamed, For the love of God! <laughs> And then, and then another fella shouted, Go, Jesus, go! <laughs> I tell you, what an exuberant cheerleader for the Lord that was. Well, then, everyone started honking. Well, I just leaned out my window and started waving and smiling at all those loving people. And you know what? They honked even more. So I honked my horn a few times just to share in the love. And I tell you, there must have been a man from Florida back there because I heard him yelling something about a sunny beach. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was another fellow waving in the most peculiar way I ever saw with only his middle finger stuck up in my arm. Well, I didn't know, so I asked my teenage grandson, he was sitting in the back seat, what that meant. He said, well, it was probably a Hawaiian good luck sign or something. (laughs) I was so tickled, I've never met anyone from Hawaii. So I leaned out the window, gave him the good luck sign right back. (laughs) Oh, my grandson, so caught up in the spirit, just burst out laughing. Oh, he laughed. Even he was enjoying this religious experience we all were having. And a couple people were so caught up in the joy of the moment that they got out of their cars and started walking towards me. I I bet they just wanted to pray or ask me what church I attended. But this is when I I noticed that the light had changed. So I waved at all my brothers and sisters, and I decided I just need to drive on through that intersection. And I noticed that I was the only car that got through the intersection before the light changed again. And I felt kind of sad that I had to leave them after all that love we shared. So you know what I did? I slowed the car down, leaned out the window, gave them all that Hawaiian good luck sign one last time as I drove away. Oh, praise the Lord for such wonderful Christian folks. I thank you, sweet boys, for letting me stop by. Now, where'd that sweet old Bob go? Hey, S.O.B. Hey, you know Hansel's Hawaiian. Go ahead and give me Hey, baby. John Boy and Billy.
Good morning. It's Big Show on the radio. Coming up in about 20 minutes, maybe you can help us figure out who sang a song we're going to play. <laughs> and then in about 30 minutes is John Boy Jeopardy. Your next chance to win. But right now, it's time to act like. Yo, what's up? You know where Patrick's at, don't you? Have you seen him? Uh, He's out front. I had to put the cone of shame on him because he's got contact dermatitis and he won't stop chewing at his arm. (laughs) (laughs) He can't get in the door. He keeps running into the door. (laughs) (laughs) I don't keep him busy. That'll wear him out. I'll wind up driving home. He'll be asleep in the back seat. (laughs) Welcome to Axe Ike, the place to go for all the 411 you need. For all your, uh, 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 what you call intro-personal relationship <laughs> Dig this. Dear Ike, this isn't a relationship question, but I do need your expertise. The music industry is filled with one-hit wonders. Each one has unforgettable sound and lyric, but the performers seldom have a follow-up hit. It seems that everyone at the big show has reignited interest in a song from days gone by, Of course, I'm referring to Bird Girl Rap. (laughs) As a legendary musical icon, I just wanted to get your take on it. Thank you for your time, Derek from Virginia. Dear Derek, I appreciate your recognizance of my profundical knowledge of the aforementioned music business. You would not be the first dude to uh, 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 turntabulate to yours truly for indeptical analysis. Allow me to pontificate on this subject. Now, while bird girl rap did not reach globular popularity, <laughs> it is indeed a one-hit wonder. But what makes it head and shoulders above, oh, let's say, popular people eater, or me and Mrs. Jonas's, or hooker on a feeling, or any number of similar tunes, the singer-songwriter here never set out to make a hit. Let me preach on it. Now, 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 before I start breaking this down for all the crackers and crackettes, let's all experience it one more time. Randy, give me the beat! Oh, John Boy and Billy, <laughs> everything is going to be all right. John Boy and Billy, you know you are the best. Come on now, clap your hands, sing along with us, because we are the rap masters. Birdman, singer, Kelly, rapper, you have different people on your big show. Furthermore, they're the rock and roll station. Ten years and coming more. Man, what's up with that, man? All right, fools, this is Professor Turner's Anatomy of a Hit. First, Bird Girl says, oh, John Boy and Billy. See, now, she gets the topic out of the way up front. Now you know who the damn song is about. So it makes a lot, rap for 20 damn minutes before he gets to Baby Got Back. And then she says, everything's going to be all right. You know, be cool, homies. Future's bright. Don't worry about nothing. Bird Girl got this. Again, John Boy and Billy. Now, this is in case someone tunes into the song after it got started. Helps keep new listeners up to speed. You're welcome, damn it. You know you are the best. Now, this is stating the oblivious, but the narrative is necessary to keeping the theme moving. Not to mention, it's kind of a suck-up. But don't matter, it fits so perfectly. Come on now, clap your hands, sing along with us. 
Seems simpleton, don't it? But this is a genius move. Why? Shut up and I'll tell you. In a few shortified words, she gets the audience involved. Come on, you dumbasses. Clap them hands. It should be on the steering wheel. If you love us, you'll do it. You know the damn words. Get involved. We love you more. Whatever that stupid catchphraseology. Because we are the rap masters. Birdman, singer Kelly, rapper. Boom. Identify yourself, my sister. Let the people know who's producer fine these magical, seductive-ish rhymes. It's called Plug Yourself. And she do it one time. One damn time. If Kanye West did this song, he'd be talking about his own self and not John Boy and Billy. Everything gonna be all right. See? See? It's contagious. You have different people on your big show. (laughs) Smart lyricality. See? As much as we all love John Boy and Billy, hell, if that ain't enough for you, we got other people too. There's Dumb Blonde and Sissy Randy and White Black Girl and Fat Polak and Andy putting them on the glass. Hell, Hanson moved to St. Louis. We'll give you his damn phone number if you want it. And guests, we got a damn buttload. There's something for everyone on this show. Hell, we even got a dog. But in true maestro-ishness, she don't need to oversell it. See, that's a professional. Furthermore, they're the rock and roll station. Ten years and coming more. Birdman, drop the damn mic. Come in more. He only got one line, but he's a regular Nostra dumbass, ain't he? Come in more. You damn right. Come in more. Been on the air so long, John Boy got a bionic knee and Billy vaping. Damn. Like he had a time machine or something. All that informationality and insightfulness in one damn song. It's mind-bogulating. That's what it is. Mind-bogulating. Whew. I am overwhelmed, I'm all caught up in the moment. I'm getting kind of emotional. The real question is, and what I want to know, where is Bird Girl now? Where's the Bird Girl? Well, did you know that she's still singing? Yeah, baby. She just did a cover version of a big hit. Randy, give me the beat. She's still mastering lyrics, ain't she? And got the voice down pat. Oh, baby, I might be in love. So there you go, Derek. Pretty damn slick. I hope my insightliness did you the trick. Bird Girl was a genius, talented as hell. And I think your boy Ike's falling under her spell. Today, she's a bit older, maybe in her 40s. (laughs) That's just old enough to be one of my shorties. So excuse me, brother. Gotta bring the thunder. Gonna make Bird Girl my own one-hit wonder. As in, hit it once and she wonder where the hell I went. (laughs) This is Ike. Peace out. Everything gonna be all right. Oh, but my daddy's an idiot. Morning, pal. When I'm driving the bus in the morning, I always get the troublemakers. But I figured out how to get rid of them. I crank up the volume on The Big Show with John Boy and Billy. 
they are a laugh riot. And the crackheads hate it. Big Show's on the radio Thursday, September the 3rd. That's our buzz at Old Pineville Premium Pub in Charlotte, North Carolina. For feeding the crew this morning. Awesome. Man burger, cheeseburger, sliders. Ooh, some good meat. Want to let everybody know Old Pineville Premium Pub is open for the football season. Come on out and watch all the games, especially the Carolina Panthers. We'll talk to Sorensen tomorrow about that, but the first game Panthers going to play, no fans in the stands. In the stands. But you got it covered at Old Pineville Premium Pub, good food and cold beverages. Old Pineville Road, Charlotte, North Carolina, 4548 Old Pineville Road. The address, thank you. Uh, Peyton, boys, pick this up, good stuff. Right. Yeah, a little later today, yeah, just a little over an hour, We'll catch up with Doug Rice. Get you set. The boys are racing the Southern 500 in Darlington for Labor Day weekend. We need your help on the Darlington song coming up in minutes. The Big Show rolls on. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. We go to we get a winner, and the winner will get a Brittle Brothers sampler pack. Good to know in these crazy times, you can count on one thing for sure. The great taste of the most delicious peanut brittle made on earth. Brittle Brothers Gourmet Brittle. It is the best. You go to thebigshow.com, click on the Brittle Brothers logo, enter code JBB at checkout, and get 20% off your order. Uh, talk about catching up with Doug Rice here in about an hour, racing in Darlington. And I was looking through, I know we got the, the Hoyt Darlington song. Yeah, we, uh, we'll, we're going to do that tomorrow. But I uh, was running through this at a bitbox, and we can't figure out who sang this song. But the Billy was talking about the voice, man, it sounds familiar. I recognize the voice. I really I mean, do. Yeah, and, yeah. and even uh, you and Randy Bo tried to Google to yeah, find yeah. out, and, we, and it doesn't show up. You can't tame Darlington. It was uh, several years ago, going into the Southern 500. So uh, it, it, it might even be you. This might be one of them listeners sent in songs. So if you sing this, there won't sing. Let us know there won't be anything in in it for right. Well, the but, satisfaction <laughs> of a job well done. Or if you just want to impress some new buds, right. say, "Yeah, I did that. That's me." And you know, you might fool us because the only person we've eliminated this far is uh, the Bird Girl. Yeah, yeah. It could be anybody else. Literally. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's listen to the tune. You can't tame Darlington. Well, it's Sunday in South Carolina, and the boys are ready to roll at the Mountain Dew Southern 500. So, man, won't you let them go? We got 500 miles of heartache and pain before this day is done. Hey, you can do Daytona, you can tackle Talladega, but you can't tame Darlington. Tackle 
a Talladega, but you can't tame darling Tom. Twisted metal and the Mountain Dew race it runs. Well, you can do Daytona, you can tackle Talladega, but you can't tame Darlington. Just ask Teddy and Pearson and Yarbor and Gant, and even Bobby Allison. They say you can do Daytona, tackle Talladega, but you can't tame, you can't tame Darlington. Too tough to tame, honey. Just too tough to tame. And furthermore, they're the rock and roll station. <laughs> Ten years and coming more. All right, good job. All right, know who that was? Let us know. All right, well, let's play John Boy Jeopardy. We got a review yesterday's question. We found out in the year 1900, about six percent of America's workforce, our 1.75 million workers, had this in common: they were children. Yeah, work a kid back mm, here in the yeah, day. Yeah, try to get one to do it now. <laughs> All right. Well, today's John Boy Jeopardy. Well, la dee da. <laughs> this has to be the most pampered of the royal family. They have their own personal chef to prepare all of their meals, usually from a choice of rabbit, filet mignon, pork, or chicken with scones and homemade gravy, which are then presented by a butler using silver and porcelain dishware and served by the queen herself. Well, it's got to be Mr. Bean, because who else could pull that off? (laughs) such a national treasure. He's the only one that can get that kind of service. Not Mr. Bean. But we're all watching the movie right now. (laughs) Pampered of the royal family. All right. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, your toll-free line across America. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio, rolling through you Thursday, and our video today brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer and click on the link at thebigshow.com. You register for that Sportsman 820 wood pellet grill giving away, so find your dealer when you go to our website, and that's where you see the video, I'm a bad chicken. <laughs> I think it's really the guy behind the chicken. That's the oh, one. will you stop overanalyzing <laughs> okay. it? Okay. See for yourself at thebigshow.com. It's a rubber man. chicken. How can you not <laughs> laugh? <laughs> right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's the Unfortunate Jeopardy. And now your host... A man who all of a sudden got a real hankering for some scones and homemade gravy. Yeah. He, he's John Moore. As I heard of James out of Lincolnton, North Carolina. Good morning, James. 
morning. Good morning. All right, James, you first up, let's see what you got. We're saying this has to be the most pampered of the royal family. They have their own personal chef to prepare all of their meals, usually from a choice of rabbit, filet mignon, pork or chicken with scones and homemade gravy, which are then presented by a butler using silver and porcelain dishware and served by the queen herself. What in the world, James? Who you got? I'm going to assume it's the uh, British royal family. So you're saying it's the British royal family. That is the most pampered of the, the royal family. The most pampered okay. of the royal Don't family. See, you're overanalyzing everything today. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> just, it's the British royal family. It's not the other royal families that you got moving around the world. I got it. All right, James. <laughs> let's see. Southern no. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. All right, James. Well, thank you for playing. You try again. In an hour, we're playing Take C. That might be you. Oh, thank you. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you for listening and playing with us. Uh, we're going to Brandon out of Macon, Georgia. Good morning, Brandon. Hey, good morning, John Boy. Hey, man. Uh, so just so you know, we are talking about the British royal family mm. and uh, okay. the the most pampered of that family. So this is a specific member of that family. Yeah. <laughs> yes, member. The family. Or, or members. The United uh, yes. Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. okay. So <laughs> I think somebody's either going to know this or not. So and let's so find out. Not. That, that, <laughs> is kind of, that is kind of the idea of this game. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, what do you say, Brandon? Uh, is it the Queen's Dogs, the Royal Corgi? The Queen's Dogs. Southern the brand new man. He even knew the breed. That's right, the Royal Corgis. Little stumpy legs. <laughs> yeah, Long, man. Long, skinny body, little stumpy legs. Yep. Really, yeah. Yeah, Taylor showed me a picture. Little skinny body, stumpy legs. He likes Aww. pictures in the books. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, them dogs are pampered. Now, nah, I'm going to have to, I don't know if I'm going to call bull duty on the queen serving the dogs oh, every I'm day. Sure. No, no I, I, can, I bet she does. No, I she, bet does. she does. Yeah. Is that right? She yeah. calls them in. I mean, they're her, her babies. I mean, she calls yeah. them in and they, they form like a semicircle and she sits down uh, their dishes to each one uh, of them. So, so the corgis. Are they the only kind of dogs that they have in the royal family? They just keep I think breeding so. them and breeding well, them? They're the only kinds she's had. Yeah, except yeah. for like hunting dogs. I'm sure they have those, some right. of those around somewhere. But, but those are that's her breed of choice since she was a teenager. No, she was, How she about was that? Young, so yeah. that's been Little a long girl. time. They must be have four or five generations on them. Yep. At Cordy. least, I mean, because yeah. she's about 80 something. No, it's the same dog. Living like that. Yeah, I don't want to die. I don't know. I think she has more than one, too. I think yeah. there's like yeah. at least four to six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah just make that semicircle, Brandon. See? Learning right. <laughs> about the corgis. Uh, hey, Brandon. Well, good work, buddy. You got the Brittle Brothers sampler pack. Uh, corgis ain't got it that good. It's a most delicious peanut brittle <laughs> made on earth. Headed your way. Hey, good deal. Thank y'all very much. All right, buddy. Have a great day making. Hang on. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, time for the top of your news. I found two more fun facts about the Royal Corgi. Yeah, I'm good. I don't know about no, the rest of them. No, I'm yeah. sharing them. I don't know.
Big Show on the radio. Well, found out about the Royal Corgis, the Queen's Dogs. Did you happen to hear a few minutes ago? Don't be jealous, Pearl. I bet they didn't have fried chicken livers like you did last night. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose. I turned my head, man. Pearl oh, can still oh, okay. get up on the counter. <laughs> They're close enough. <laughs> Stealthy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, the Corgis, it says here, they are uh, not allowed to sleep with the Queen. But they do have their own private bedroom. I'm not sleeping in there with her. (laughs) She snores like a freight train. Oh, tuck me in, mummy. Tuck me in. And uh, the queen has, oh, you just wonder how many she has. So she has had as many as seven dogs at one time. Sleepy, grumpy, dopey. (laughs) (laughs) But as of right now, she is currently down to just four. All right? Yeah, they say that she says that she doesn't want to add more because she doesn't want to leave them to uh, to someone else to take care of. Oh, ain't she sweet queen? Yeah. So, and by the way, there are two corgis, and oh. there are two. I told y'all, don't teach him to Google. <laughs> Corgi Dachshund, Dotson mixes, you know, the Dotson dogs. Yeah. Right. And they call them Dorgies. The <laughs> <laughs> Dotson and a Corgi. It sounds Dorgy. It does sound made up. <laughs> Actually, it is, yeah. I have two Corgis and two Dorgies. They can't sleep with me. That's Sometimes we sit around and do farm talk. <laughs> I was on the tractor yesterday. <laughs> what about what do they call them? Doggies. What do you think? Ew, learn my bark. Yeah. <laughs> the queen should have time on her hands to do some deep thinking like yeah. I do with those tractors. Yeah, sure. All right. More scones now. <laughs> Good morning, it's Big Show on the Radio, Thursday, September the 3rd, here we go. Hello, I'm Marvin Webster. Welcome to another update on living large in the age of the lockdown. This is Talk. <laughs> the coronavirus pandemic continues to disrupt life in the USA. Somehow, the numbers keep going up, even though we've tried everything, from pretending it's not real to pretending it never happened in the first place. (laughs) As summer winds down and fall rolls in, millions of Americans normally make plans to visit their annual state fair. But thanks to coronavirus, over three quarters of the big state fairs have either scaled down or canceled altogether, which raises an important question. Without the state fair food court, How can we make all our sketchy choices about what to eat this fall? Where will we get our deep fried Snicker bars, funnel cakes, 
chocolate-covered meatloaf on a stick. <laughs> Did you know kettle corn vendors make most of their yearly income during the two weeks of the state fair? And I'm talking about for the whole year. Are these plucky small companies headed for bankruptcy? Can the fair food business be saved? Well, of course it can, stupid. <laughs> Nobody gets between the fattest country on earth and a pot of hot oil with a ribbon of fried dough floating on the top of it. America's state fair food vendors are hard at work as we speak, creating alternative delivery systems for their quote-unquote food. They're buying food trucks. They're offering delivery services and mail-order sampler packs. They're even selling kits that teach you how to turn regular food into borderline unhealthy fair food in the safety and privacy of your own home. If you're a hardcore fair foodie, your first stop should be a public Facebook group, like, say, Fair Food Finder, where almost 200,000 members get regular updates on how to get their greasy little hands on all their trans fat favorites. Plus, money-saving deals like 25% off home delivery from Sky Fluff Cotton Candy Company. That's right, cotton candy shipped right to your door, like a phone charger cable from Amazon. May I just say, ooh-ah, ooh-ah, ooh-ah. Meanwhile, over at statefairtogo.com, you can buy mail-order sampler packs from the state fairs of Texas and Minnesota. The Texas pack includes fried corn dogs, fried okra and gravy, fried grilled cheese, seasoned curly fries, and fried Oreos. It's so good, it's back-ordered till October. The Minnesota edition is completely sold out at the moment, but you can sign up online for email updates. So keep that double chin up, plus-size friends and neighbors. This is a United States of America. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No. Nothing is over till we say it's over. We're not going to let a little pandemic keep us from endangering our long-term health the old-fashioned way. They can cancel our fare, but they'll never cancel our fair food. As the talking heads once said, same as it ever was, same as it ever was. <laughs> On our next edition, a sneak peek at a brand new kind of face mask you can wear while you eat a chili dog. <laughs> For Quarant Talk, I'm Marvin Webster. Peace. Good morning, love-starved mortals. Cupid here. You know how to make two million people fall in love at the same time? Tune them into the big show with John Boy and Billy. Trust me, there's enough of them to go around. And by the by, you're welcome. Good morning, it's Big Show on the Radio for your Thursday, September the 3rd. Ah, boys racing in Darlington this weekend, then quick trip up to Richmond next weekend, then Bristol, 
We'll run the whole deal down. This is the beginning of the playoffs. I'm man Doug Rice coming up in minutes. Am I got anything right here? You know, I was thinking the people that make those motivational posters. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought we got in trouble with this yesterday. <laughs> Pieces are all there. Randy, see if you can do something. No, no, no. No. If they're so good at motivating, then why are they still doing motivational posters? See, you told it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) How about this? How about this? So would if if the periodic table had holy had holy water (laughs) on it, would would the chemical equation be H2OMG? (laughs) <laughs> See? That's gold, uh, Jerry. Gold. Science humor. Very, very popular. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of something to do with oval team because you know there's not an oval. The Mike's round. I got some big toe captain ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the captain of the toes. All right, well, uh, let's just workshop a little later here, boys. We gotta save time for Doug Rice. <laughs> Big Show rolls on. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to get in the winter circle, take C. Get a Happy Herd prize pack. Unseasoned here. Happy Herd makes the highest quality attractants, minerals, and feed for deer, bear, and hogs in the hunting industry. Go to thebigshow.com, click on the Happy Herd link, enter code JBB2020 at checkout, and you get 10% off. Right now, it's time for On Track with Doug Rice. I'm in Doug in the Performance Racing Network studios at Charlie Motor Speedway. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, John Boy Billy. Thanks, as always. Oh, man, thank you so much for joining us, my boy. All right, well, we are definitely in the playoffs, headed to Darlington for this Labor Day weekend. And uh, it was exciting right down to it. And I guess we start off, Doug, seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson, his last season, just missed it. Yeah, just barely out of the playoffs uh, by having a wreck late down at Daytona. And for everybody that wanted uh, Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty and Jimmy Johnson to stay tied in the number of championships, well, they got their wish. If you're a J.J. fan, he's still got a chance to uh, win a couple of more races before this is all done. And I, I know he would like to do that because that would leapfrog him across some really prominent names in the NASCAR world. So there's still a lot of hope surrounding Jimmy, but you know, if you look back at this season, two events took place that kept him out of the playoffs. One, uh, rules infraction at Charlotte for the Coca-Cola 600, and he lost all the points from that race where he had a really good run, and also he missed the Brickyard 400 because he tested positive for COVID. Take away either one of those, and Jimmy Johnson's easily in the playoffs. So a really tough set of circumstances uh, it took to keep Jimmy out of the playoffs this year. They raced a lot more competitively than they did last year. Man, that's true. You look back at that, Doug. Either one of those might could have got him in there. Yep. If it's just one, he's still in. But with uh, both of those races and zero points generated from uh, just too much of a mountain to climb over for J.J., 
In uh, Daytona last Saturday night, William Byron. You know, it seems like he's won before, but it was on the iRacing series. He kind of dominated <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, was. So this is his first career win. Yeah, and it comes at a big time for him. Uh, locked him into the playoffs and, you know, a lot a lot of hoopla around this guy. And as we talked about, it seems like years ago, uh, he was basically discovered on iRacing. And and then he, he raced during the timeout period. A lot of people got to know him. And then he comes out and gets his first W for Hendrick Motorsports. Has to breathe a sigh of relief because a lot of folks felt like that team had underperformed up to this point. Hmm. As I was talking about, all right, so William Byron with the win gets into playoffs. And, man, I've been pulling for Matt Benedetto, old Matty D. So he is there, number 16, the last spot in the playoffs. He makes it in. Gets it in for the Wood Brothers this year. And that's a nice story because there's a lot of sentimentality around them. Uh, he's the 16th seed. I don't know how far they're going to advance, but it's, it's a nice story to see him, he seems to be a fan favorite. The Wood Brothers have a big following, so good for them to get that last spot and go to the playoffs. They're going to have to step up their game if they want to be around for a while in the playoffs, though. And then you're looking at Kevin Harvick wins the regular season, followed by Denny Hamlin. Thirteen race wins between them. Kevin was six, and Denny with the. Uh, I mean, Kevin was seven. Denny was six. And you know, my math skills are rudimentary <laughs> at best, but that's half the races this year yeah. that have been won by two drivers. I mean, they have really taken the lion's share of this, and with all of the playoff points that they have in their pocket, those two are are a virtual lock to get into the final eight and then move on. And that's why winning these races and winning stages and getting playoff points is so key. And and that's, that's going to be the difficulty for Kyle Busch. Yeah. He got into the playoffs, but he's going in. I think he has only three playoff points to his credit. And that's not a lot compared to the 57 that Kevin Harvick has. Now Kyle can turn all of that around by going out and winning a race. But so far this year, that's eluded him. So what is the deal now? We got 16 drivers in. How many races? Lay it out for the cut, and then we get down to eight and the four. Well, we'll we'll, uh, whittle them off by four at a time. And the next three races and then uh, the the cutoff race uh, will be a a key one at Bristol Motor Speedway. Mm. Uh, Tough enough place to race anyway. Throw in the fact that it will be an elimination race, and four drivers will be kicked out, and then we'll go uh, another round. And uh, when they get to race at the Roval, that's also going to be an elimination race this year. So uh, it's, it, but if you win, if if somebody in that sixteen goes, let's say to Darlington or Richmond or Bristol, and they win, they're automatically in the next round. So the best way to ensure that you're going to advance, if you're not worried about points, is to go out and win a race. That's it, man. All right. So this Sunday, green flag about six p.m. on NBCSN at Darlington. Oh, good old Southern Five Hundred on Labor Day weekend. Love that racetrack. You know, it's kind of odd because they've already raced there twice this year because they stayed close to home during uh, the start of the pandemic, and it always provides a lot of action. But look, you know, guys, just look at the people that run there well, that run well there, and that's Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin. I know we say their names a lot, but those guys are really good right now and uh, I I think both of them sort of took Daytona off they didn't want to put themselves in a stress situation and they because they, they didn't need to but Darlington's going to be a whole different story 
That's it, buddy. All right. Well, after Donson, we'll uh, talk to you before we head up to Richmond to see what's going on, Doug. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you so much, my man. You can follow Doug on Twitter at RiceMan61. All right, Ben, let's play this current events quiz. What are we dealing with? A California man saves his home with a little help from Bud Light. Okay. (laughs) 1-800-BIG-SHOW, your toll-free line. Take C, you will win. We play next. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shows on the radio. And our video today brought to you by LS Tractor. It's a value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer when you go to thebigshow.com. Click on the link. As where you'll see our video, I'm a bad chicken. See, now last week you challenged me when I said that there are videos, music videos using rubber chickens all over the internet. So this is a parody of I'm a bad man. Okay. You know, you know that, that hit song? So, right. And it's awesome. All right, well, let's all enjoy. Check it out, thebigshow.com. Here right now, girl. Ready? Okay. Comb your hair and take the wheels. It's time for the current event quiz. Tennessee. Yeah. Let's say hey to Andy out of Columbia, Tennessee. Good morning, Andy. 
Good morning, Eric John Boy. Hey, man, welcome. All right. How's everything in my old buddy Sterling Marlin's hometown this morning? Well, it's hot and a little hot and rainy. All right. That's the way I figured it was going. He said not too good. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, Andy. Will you listen to Billy? Relax. Don't put no pressure on you. Win this prize pack. Well, Charles Little of Vacaville, California, got an unpleasant sense of deja vu when a wildfire started moving in on his home recently. Little's previous home had been destroyed in another out-of-control blaze back in 2015, and after five years of battling the lawyers and the insurance company, he decided to fight back this time. Charles set off his lawn sprinklers and broke out the garden hose, but when the local utility company decided to shut off the water to his neighborhood, he knew he had to try something (laughs) else. That's when Charles spotted a 30-pack of Bud Light in his garage. Hmm. He shook them up, punched holes in the cans with a large carpenter's nail, and sprayed beer at the blaze until the fire department got there. Says Charles, it wasn't water, but it was the next best thing. (laughs) Among the reactions, A, the homeowner said, I just used what I had available. B, the local fire chief said, we don't recommend what this man did. Or C, Bud Light announced a new ad slogan for California. It's not water, but it's the next best thing. (laughs) (laughs) What you got, Andy? I'm going to have to take C, John. See, ordinarily the alcohol would be a problem, but it was Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty wild, man. All right, hey. That's crazy. And look at you, Andy. We are sending you the big old Happy Herd prize pack over to Columbia for your victory. All right. I appreciate you, John, boy. All right, bud. Glad to have you out there. Glad you made it in here and win. Hang on for Jacket. Yes, sir. Bottom of the hour, time for the top of your news. About 20 minutes, we're going to have some real deep thoughts with Mary Jane's ex-girlfriend. Don't worry. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. This portion of this Thursday broadcast brought to you by Old Spice. Hello, ladies. Look at your man. Now look at me. Now back to your man. Now back to me. Now let me take a look at your man. Ooh, your man is actually not a bad-looking guy. Oh, my. But sadly, he's not me. He doesn't look like me. And he doesn't smell like me. Say, is your man using one of those lady-scented body washes? Really? You know, on him, it kind of works. Where are you now? I'm on a boat. Does your man use sunscreen? He should. The sun does terrible things to the skin. Of course, your man's skin is actually quite nice. What's in my hand? It's an oyster. And inside, two tickets to that thing you love. Why don't you call one of your girlfriends from work? And the two of you have an evening out on me. Look again. The tickets are now diamonds. Maybe you and your girlfriend could sell a few and pick up enough cash to pay for a real girl's weekend in Cancun. Oh, don't worry about leaving your man behind. I'll be glad to keep him company. I'm a man who enjoys 
always hanging out with other men. Before you go, tell me about you and your man. What's your situation? Are the two of you, you know, serious? Or is this just a casual thing? My man and I have what we call an understanding. We know that a man can enjoy the company of another man without there being any heavy emotional stuff. It's like two guys going to the gym. Now your man and I are in a gym. The whole place is full of men who use lady-scented body washes. Your man fits right in. Would your man like to grab something to eat later? I know a great little sushi place. Now your man and I are in a great little sushi place. Your man is freshly showered, but he still has the rosy glow of a vigorous workout. Your man doesn't really want to call it a night this early, does he? Does your man like to dance? Come on, I can tell he's got some moves. Now your man and I are in a nightclub. We're on the dance floor. Your man is shaking it like a Polaroid picture. Oh my. His phone rings. It's you calling from Cancun to see how it's going. He lets the call go to voicemail. I wouldn't read too much into that. Now your man and I are doing Jaeger shots at the bar. Your man says you're kind of stifling him lately. He says he needs some space. He thinks once you get back from Cancun, the two of you need to have a serious talk. He's discovered things about himself he never knew before. And to be perfectly honest, he's not sure you have a place in the new life he's planning. There, he said it. Now you're crying. Your man is apologizing. He didn't plan this. It just kind of happened. He says, it's not you, it's him. He's packing up his stuff and moving out. He thinks you're a great girl, and you'll find the right guy before you know it. Your man hates that look in your eyes. He never meant for this to happen. But if it wasn't me, it would have been somebody else. Your man has to be true to who he really is. Here, I'm giving you another handful of diamonds to cheer you up. Your man and I will never forget you. We're riding off together into the sunset. We're on a horse. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Without further ado. And now, Deep Thoughts with Zach, the weed guy's girlfriend, Mary Jane. Hey! Uh (laughs) What's up, dude? Hey, Mary Jane. You leaning? I'm leaning, baby. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. What's crack a lacking Jackie? <laughs> y'all cool? Here we go. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> I just been sitting around the house thinking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to hear something? That's why we called you. Cool. <laughs> you know, I don't know about y'all, but I could really go for some precedented times right now. Really? <laughs> you know, because. It's unprecedented time. Mm, mm, well. Okay. All right. <laughs> she thought there was going to be more there than that. Uh, y'all unprecedented, have, unprecedented. Okay. Yeah. Y'all haven't warmed up quite like I have. <laughs> I've been thinking about trying to get my life together. Mm. But I'm waiting to see if the world's going to end before I spend a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a good point. Right. Uh, I got to tell you. It's a real relief to be alive in a time when not going to the gym is the healthy thing to do. (laughs) Not going. Mm. Y'all, sometimes my uncle has deep thoughts, too. Mm. 
last night he sent a group text to the family asking to borrow some money. Mm. I texted him back and said, dude, how much do you need? And he said, none. I just asked everybody else for money, so nobody would ask me for money. <laughs> ah, ah, there you go. Genius. Pretty deep. Mm. <laughs> hey, you know, at home, you keep the ketchup in the refrigerator, mm. but like at restaurants, it sits out on the table all day long. Mm. So, like, which one is it? <laughs> Just stare at it all day. All right, I got a money-saving food tip. If you hold a taco over a plate of nachos while you're eating it, mm-hmm. everything that falls off just turns into, like, more nacho. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes you light the fuse and they just don't yeah, blow. Yeah. She had high hopes for that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> like... If I eat a Pez and then throw it up, mm-hmm. does that make me a Pez dispenser? <laughs> <laughs> you think Conway West is crazy? Who? Kanye. Oh, Kanye. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think he's crazy. You should see what your relatives are posting on Facebook. <laughs> Hmm. Maybe you should have stayed with Kanye. Kanye was. <laughs> I was sitting here and I wondering what the tooth fairy does with all those teeth. <laughs> Don't y'all hate getting emails? The airline sends me all these emails that say stuff like, we're all in this together. Oh, Yeah. Well, that time I was at the airport and my bag weighed 52 pounds, they said, Lady, you're on your own. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm just going to give you one more because I'm thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) I think the biggest lie they told us when we were kids is that life was just going to hand you some free lemons. Free lemon. Yeah. Life was going to hand you some free lemons. Yeah. That was the lie. <laughs> Sometimes they get wet, and that's why they don't blow. So. Okay, dude. <laughs> Y'all keep rocking, all right? And I'll just keep thinking, apparently. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> all right. Later, my dude. Deep Thoughts is brought to you by Hargrave's Meated Pot Product. No shirt, no shoes, no worries. <laughs> what? Go now? <clears throat> okay, good morning. There's Stan Higgins here. Nothing makes my day like a chance to pop in on John Boy and Billy here on The Big Show. But I don't come here just to see them. I'm not a gay... I come here for eye candy. Babs, Jackie, and Tater. Because Daddy's got a sweet tooth. (laughs) How is that? Too blue?
Good morning. Big Show's on the radio. Thanks to Old Pineville Premium Pub, a shot in North Carolina. Moving around to Queen City, you'll find Old Pineville Premium Pub at 4548 Old Pineville Road in Charlotte. They'll eat some good old cheeseburger sliders. Boys made up, and they got them homemade chips. And we won't let you know, Old Pineville Premium Pub open for football season. Watch all the games, especially Carolina Panthers. Ain't going to be nobody in the stands for the first game. The stand, but they got you covered. Some good food and cold beverages. You can uh, watch it on the patio. Thanks, our boys. Old Pineville Premium Pub. All right. We got Tater Tainment News in minutes. Rounds of Wordy Word. Classic bit request of the morning all coming up. The Big Show rolls on. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. You can win a LS Tractor prize pack. Right now, I want you to visit your local LS Tractor dealer to register for a Pit Boss Sportsman 820 wood pellet grill. LS Tractor with more standard features, best-in-class performance, and longer warranty all for a value that offers simply more. Go to BigShow.com, click on LS Tractor, and you will find a dealer near you. Hang on, we play in minutes. Well, right now, it's Tatertainment News. Here's our girl, Marcy Tater Moran. Hey there. Some sad news was when we pay our condolences and uh, express our sympathy. Express our sympathy. Uh, a young star passed away uh, last week. Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman passed away. Oh, yeah. Um, they quoted as saying unexpectedly, but I think it was just unexpected to the public and they colleagues. They kept such a tight lid on it. Because Nobody he was knew. very yeah. private about it. Um, he was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer in 2016, and despite extensive treatment, it still advanced to stage 4. And we were talking about that. All the stuff he did was all during of, this time. Yeah, yeah, all of the stuff that you recognize him from, he was sick the whole time and nobody knew it. So like he, he played James Brown in a movie. Yep. Uh, uh, he was Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, 42. And he's Black Panther, of course, in a couple of things. But yeah, that is wild. And he played just, Thurgood Marshall, the judge that became the Supreme Court. Yeah, Marshall. He just didn't say yeah, a yeah. word about it. I hear he's a... A fine Christian oh, man. man out of Anderson, South Carolina. Anderson, South Carolina, yes, sir. Yep. How about that, man? And Very everybody strong. that worked with him just talks about him. He's uh-huh. They're just over the moon about how nice a guy he was. Young. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's so young was, for this wow. and uh, yeah. and had, was making such a rise in his stardom. He started out, he, was gonna be a, he wanted to be a director, and he was going to school, and mm-hmm. he said, I guess I should take some acting classes so I can understand the process of how actors put stuff together. And that's when people said, you're really good. You should try doing that. And that's when he moved from directing into acting, although he did a little bit of both yeah. on the side. Yeah. He was a Howard University graduate, and he mm-hmm. also attended the British American Drama Academy at Oxford. And I wow. think so he, uh, Denzel Washington helped pay for one of the, a part, part of one of those scholarships. Is that right? Yeah, the, he, I, don't, I don't know exactly how they met, but yeah. So I, you know, kudos to his, uh, his team and the people around him that were able to keep his mm-hmm. privacy as he wished. Well, so. And so many people tell stories about how nice a guy he was and things that he did that nobody would ever know. Yeah. He's one of those kind of guys, apparently. A great actor. Yeah. All right. Well, so moving into just the crazy of uh, Celebritium, uh, let's see. So Jennifer Lopez and her boyfriend, Alex Rodriguez, Mm. were trying to buy the New York Mets. Oh. And it didn't happen. And she tweeted on Friday, we worked so hard the past six months. We dreamed of becoming the first minority couple and the first woman owner to buy her father's favorite major league baseball team with her own hard-earned money. But the couple 
were out uh, outbid by hedge fund billionaire Steve Cohen. And he has entered exclusive nego- negotiations to purchase the team from the Wilpon family. And he's prepared to pay more than $2.6 billion for the New York Mets, or approximately one-sixth of his $15 billion estate, according to TMZ. Wow. So they're so close. Oh, Harry and Meghan in the news. Harry, so Harry, Harry and, Meghan. and Meghan. You might be saying, who, Harry and Meghan? <laughs> Ew, the suckets. Oh. So they have new neighbors, and they aren't very happy with them because uh, they have... They are living in a small town called Monticello, California, and uh, the royal royals are there, and so are now tourists, paparazzi, and even helicopters. So now there's a lot of ruckus all around their, you know, million-dollar estate. So everyone's upset with them. Just, you a, care? just a million? Of no, millions. Million, of I think it was like a 15 yeah. million, millions. Yeah, because I remember you reported. I said, all right, well, good. Maybe they're going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. you know, for not having a job, they're doing pretty good. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so the neighbors are doing tourist stuff and paparazzi. Yeah, now they've got, you know, house. there's, yeah, people driving by. I guess there's tours. I don't know. Tough <laughs> out there, y'all. <laughs> if it was just <laughs> millions, they'd throw that away. Right, right. That's what I was like. You're like, what are you doing living here? <laughs> Sorry about that. That was according to TMZ. Well, Prince Harry and Meghan are also officially have officially changed the name of their Suckett Royal, I mean, their Sussex <laughs> Royal brand. Yep, see, you did it. They should change it to Suckett Royal. Because the, <laughs> they had be a brand, great. you know, they had a foundation, and they weren't uh-huh. allowed to call them the Royal mm. Sussex uh, right, right. brand anymore. So now it's the MWX Foundation, see, according like to page six. <laughs> the couple agreed to stop using the word Royal in their branding after stepping down as senior Royals earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we well, don't have that when you give of. up your title. It's yeah. just a lot of stuff. I mean, if you are a royal, yeah. Uh, so Walmart has partnered with Microsoft in a bid to acquire TikTok. Uh, uh, Trump administration recently ordered the Chinese company ByteDance to sell the app business in the United States, citing national security fears, according to Variety right. magazine. So now it looks like Walmart and Microsoft are teaming up for that. David Arquette, did you know that uh, he is retiring from wrestling? Did you know that David Arquette was a wrestler? No, I didn't do you know who David Arquette is? Yes, that I do. He's been married to Courtney Cox. Yes, yes. From Friends, yeah. He nearly died in a death match not too long ago. Uh, (laughs) Nearly died in a death match. (laughs) (laughs) He suffered many injuries over the years, Mm. and now he's uh, told TMZ that uh, he's done, done with the sport. and he and actually, you know that Duke of Suckett thing was about to become available. <laughs> so apparently, he started back in 2000. He won the WCW World Heavyweight mm. Championship back then. And he recently made a comeback, but it wasn't without a few visits to the hospital, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but a documentary on his wrestling career, You Cannot Kill David Arquette, hits streaming services on Friday. He mm. calls it a love letter to wrestling. Uh, I kind of why I picture Andy Kaufman and David Arquette, but (laughs) I do. And my last little bit of news is R. Kelly. R. Kelly, you know, is in prison, and Mm. doggone it, he keeps getting attacked by other prisoners. Uh, Why are they mad at him? Because there's pro R. Kelly protests going on outside the jail, and it's bugging them. So they just Mm. go and they beat R. Kelly up, just walk in his cell and beat him up. And so the police or the guards there have to keep him in isolation to protect him. So they're doing protests to free R. Kelly. To free R. Kelly. Just taking other prisoners off. And that's ticking them off. Shut up. Like Jackie being all upset with the neighborhood kids bouncing the basketball. (laughs) Right. Yeah, same idea. So as you know or may not know, R. Kelly is awaiting trial on child sex abuse charges. And uh, that's why he is there. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I got for you guys. All right. Well, so the Royal Suckets do something again. I mean, the Suckets of Cambridge or wherever they are. Keep an eye on them for us. All right. <laughs>
Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you told Freeline Across America. Of course, as always, when you go to thebigshow.com, click the on-air contest button. Now, you might be a pretty good Wordy Word player. Can't get through. Jack can call you. We play next. Good morning. It is a big show on the radio. <laughs> it is. It is. You sound like a hick. <laughs> Let me know if it happens again. Okay. Spot a train. Okay, now. Now. <laughs> I miss you. Come on, let's play. Oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, a wordy word, and a wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. We got David from Lynette, Alabama. Good morning, David. Howdy, John, boy. Morning. And we got A.D. from Cane River, Louisiana. Good morning, A.D. Good morning, sir. Good morning. All right, y'all. Welcome, boys. A.D., your own team, Tater and Randy. And David on the John Boy Villa side. Do two rounds, boys. Good luck to you. Gonna get this big old prize pack. All right, A.D., you relax. Me and David are gonna go for round one here. Are you ready, David? I hope so, John Boy. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to put him right in your head, David. You shout him out there, buddy. Start the clock now. In the morning, you drink orange. Juice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Rhymes with it. A two card is a. Juice. Yeah. All right. This is what a judge, a, a judge's hammer that he hits. What do you call uh, it? A gavel. Yeah, yeah, that's gavel. it. All right. You play this sport with a puck on ice. Hockey. Yeah, all right. You uh, you jump off this in the swimming pool. No, you don't. Uh, you, it's, 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 a, it's a high porch. A, a high porch. Uh, all right. Well, there's a buzzer. My bad. I was thinking of yeah. spring break that year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, David. Good work. Put a four on the board. All right. So, A.D., you're up with Tater. Are you ready? I hope so. Yeah, well, y'all picking up on that last one. Swing, okay. Mikey. Ready. <laughs> Ready, go. Alcony. Yes. All right. Uh, the opposite of enter. Exit. You. Uh, this person is in jail uh, for a long time. He's a what? Criminal. I know, but what do they call him? Uh, I know they call him a criminal, um, but they call him, because he's in this place, they call him a... Uh, it's the name of where he is, so he's not a jailer. Prisoner. Prisoner. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, um, uh, Captain America, uh, Iron Man, they're all part of this superhero team. Yep. Oh. Yeah. All right, well, there's yeah. a buzzer, but they do. All right, put a three on the board. David leads by one, still anybody's game as we head to round two. All right, David, you're with Billy. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Picking up on that last one. Go. Iron Man, Captain America were part of this team. The there you yeah, go. There, there you go. go. The stars and blanks forever. Strike. Bam. Yep. This is uh, the doctor that built the guy out of dead part body parts. He sewed him together. Frank. Uh, there you go. Uh, the, you might uh, ship uh, stuff on a, in a big quantity on this wooden thing. 
crate, the pallet. There you right. go. Uh, uh, let's see. This is the rocket that gets you off the ground when you're going into space. Uh, booster rocket. Yes. Wow. Uh, there you go. All right. Oh, Dave hitting a booster. A total of nine for David. So, A.D. Ooh. and Randy, six will tie, seven will win. Okay. All right. You ready, A.D.? Yes, sir. And go. So, this is the black sticky stuff they used to make roads out of before asphalt. Tar. Yep. Bam. So, this is a type of bird. It's black. Vulture. No, they're really. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Uh, This is a power tool that makes the bit go round and round. To drill holes. Oh, I said it. (laughs) Next. Said it at the same time. Uh, This is what they say to do with your uh, uh, seatbelt. Fasten. Yep. Quick. And if the sun's in your eyes while you're driving, you flip down the... Shade. Yeah, all right. Not quite enough to do it there. David wins. uh, Sorry, guys. 10-6 final count. Give it up with it. All right, well, A.D. from Cane River, buddy, you can try again anytime. We appreciate you playing. Thank you, sir. All right. Were you all right, by the way, with a, with a hurricane with Laura going through? He hung up. He's oh, going. All right. I guess it's all right. He sounded all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All He's right. eager to get back to it. Oh, well, yeah. I yeah. want to give, just remind me, I want to give a shout out to Monty and all my boys and uh, Eddie Wayne and all the boys down there around Lake Charles, man. They got hammered I know. over the weekend. Yeah. That was bad stuff. So And the uh, hurricane came through, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they do yeah. tend to party. Luckily, Monty's boat was still floating, yeah. so he stocked up on beer. He was selling beer for five dollars a pop, making money. Oh, <laughs> oh that is right. If you really want one, I mean, let's not judge. <laughs> no, because gouging—that's only that's in gouging. the eye of the beer. Beer. You know. All right. Well, David Dallin, congratulations, buddy. You got the prize pack headed down for your victory. Sounds great. Let me give a shout out to my wonderful wife. Thirty three years. Love you, Cindy. Oh right. well, good stuff, Dave. You're a good husband. I don't care what they say. <laughs> Need all the brownie points I can get, <laughs> Good morning, big shows on the radio. Classic bear request for this Thursday, September the third. Who we got? We got George Murray from the United States of America. <laughs> well, I wonder if this maybe he's one of our podcast listeners. And when he threw it out, uh, emailed us. I don't know. I think to... maybe he just didn't say, and Tater just made it very broad. Tater, yeah, Tater, what's the story? Ding, on, ding, on ding, the... ding, uh-huh. ding, 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 ding. I know her bark. <laughs> All right, so George Murray from America. So George says, do Clinton and old Joe the Camel for classic bit, please. Well, you got it. <laughs> What country are you from, by the way? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Thank you, Tater. He's uh, coming up next. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio, rolling through your Thursday. Classic beer request this morning from George Murray from somewhere in America. All right, here we go. Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, One Hump or Two. 
Our story opens in a U.S. peacekeeping outpost in Saudi Arabia. Ah! Jeez, and crackers! This is totally unacceptable! <laughs> Look at that picture! Can't you get it any clearer than that? Sorry, General. Oh. That's the best I can do. Ah, what? So we have eight, no HBO, <laughs> no Showtime, and this is the best picture we can get on Cinemax? I'm afraid so, sir. Oh, that's the one with the dirty movies, too. <laughs> <laughs> Great Caesar salad. What good is a Class 4 spy satellite receiver if we can't rig it to unscramble movie channels? I tell you, this is a sorry way to run an army. Excuse me, General Pellis, sir. Never come up behind a military man. Sorry, sir. A uh, message from the Pentagon, sir. Air Force One was returning from the Economic Summit in Moscow. Yeah, right. They had some sort of mechanical problems. They had to make an emergency landing at Outpost Bravo. He and Yeltsin probably ran out of vodka. <laughs> Outpost Bravo? They're only a few miles from miles from here. Do they need an emergency crew? Oh, no, sir. The, the plane has touched down just fine, but they're going to take a few hours to do some repairs. Uh, the president has asked if he could have a quick tour of the base while he's here and, and waiting. I'd like to give him a tour on my boot. <laughs> ah, jeez, that pasty-faced burger bender wants to come hug the soldier boys now, huh? Yeah. Ah, boy, you must be in bigger trouble back home than we thought. Well, so they're on their way right now. They should be here in about 30 minutes. Well, don't just stand there, man. Get moving! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Corporal Brady! Aye, aye, sir. Oh, for the love of Pete. <laughs> if you couldn't make pie, you'd be off this base in a heartbeat. <laughs> Aye, aye, sir. What are you, a pirate? Yes, give me sir. That, give me that P... Oh. Stop agreeing with me! Give me, that, give me that PA. All right, attention. Attention, all personnel. Is this the best the Army can do? The President of the United States is en route to our location, and we got a half an hour to get this base into tip-top shape. Now, this is not a drill, and gentlemen, I expect each and every one of you to treat this draft-dodging, dope-smoking, skirt-chasing party boy with the respect that befits his office. Now, move your butts! A few minutes later... Uh, General Pillar, sir, the president is here. Yeah, great. I mean, uh... <laughs> Welcome to Outpost Delta, Mr. President. Good afternoon, General. Thanks for letting us drop by like this. Hey, I brought you a little present. Hope you like cigars. Oi. <laughs> they were given to me by an old friend of mine. They're Monica Nudos. I, I, I mean, Monica Nudos. Yeah, well, uh, uh... Thank you very much, sir. Psst, Brady. Brady! Yes. Get rid of these. Okay. And wash your hands when you're done. <laughs> Both of them. Okay. General Pillars takes the president on a tour of the outpost. Well, Later. Well, 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 General. I don't know much about all this military stuff, but it looks you're like me. You're, you're doing a, a good job, huh? Uh, excuse me, Mr. President. I just talked to the repair crew. They're going to have to fly some replacement parts in from the U.S., but they're not going to be here till morning, so it looks like we're going to be uh, kind of stuck here until then. Oh, brother. I mean, Mr. President, uh, <laughs> as Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces, uh, you're more than welcome to spend the night here. Uh, <clears throat> sir, spending the night here might be a very wise move from a public relations standpoint. You know, the President hanging out with the grunts in the desert, that would look very good on CNN. Uh, that's a good point. I like the way you think. What's your name? So, uh, Brady, General. sir. So, uh, General, are you sure you've got room for us? Yes, sir. Uh, in fact, you can spend the night in my tent. I'll, I'll bunk with uh, Corporal Brady here. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Brady. This is not going to be a replay of New Year's. Later that evening... 
Thank you again for your hospitality, General. Uh, could I ask you a question? What's the story on that ratty-looking old camel that's tied up behind the mess hall? I thought the first lady didn't come with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, that one. camel! That's a good one. High five. High five. Don't leave me hanging. <laughs> Feel free to use that whenever you like. <laughs> oh, you mean the real camel? Yeah, yeah. No, that's old Joe, sir. Is uh, he the company mascot? Well, uh... In a manner of speaking, you see, as you've seen, this is a pretty uh, remote outpost. we got a very large group of young men here with not much to do in their off-duty. That causes stress. We found that the best way to uh, relieve that stress is to allow the men to relieve certain uh, uh, biological needs on a regular basis, and that's where old Joe comes in. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> you know, General, I've done a lot of things in my life that I'm not particularly proud of, I but... That's a long list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Even I have never been that hard up for entertainment. I'm a pretty broad-minded guy, but frankly, that's about the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. President. The CNN crew will be here fairly early in the morning. You might want to think about getting some sleep. That's probably a good idea. Thanks, Mike. Well, have a good night, sir. Uh, if you need anything, I'll be right next door. Thank Stop you. Stop looking at me like that, Brady. Thank you. <laughs> Nighty night. Later, around 3 a.m., uh, General Pillars. Yeah. What? Oh, yes, Mr. Brady, roll over. <laughs> yes, Mr. President. Could I talk to you for a second, please? Yeah, certainly, sir. Yeah. Is anything wrong? No, no, no. It's just that, well, I can't stop thinking about something we talked about earlier tonight. What, that pie-faced intern? You no, 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 not that one. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking what about, sir? Harry Campbell? The camel. Old Joe? The cow, Yeah. You know, all that stuff you were saying about relieving stress and biological needs and stuff. Well, believe it or not, I have a lot of those same problems right this moment. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take these medals off my chest and... <laughs> no, no, General. Uh, I was, well, I was wondering if I could borrow old Joe for a few minutes. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> I'm sure he'll love your cologne, sir. <laughs> I guess so. Go, uh, go ahead. Uh, listen, but could you do me a favor? Uh, would you mind very much if I brought old Joe inside the tent? So this is how it works in the beltway, is it, sir? <laughs> inside the tent. Just so we could have a little privacy, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, but sir, I... Uh, a I... whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I... I suppose that would be possible. Thank you. Thank I'll, you, General. I'll take care of it right away. Corporal Brady! Yes, sir! Oh, don't yell at me. <laughs> yes, sir. The president's in the mood for a little uh, entertainment. No, 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 put the grass skirt back, please. <laughs> Bring old Joe around and put him in my tent. In your tent? But, sir... Brady, just shut up. Again. <laughs> yes, sir. Mr. President, I, I think I should tell you... General, that... I'd rather not talk about this, if you don't mind, and I hope I can count on your discretion in this matter. Oh, you bet, sir. <laughs> well, here's old Joe now. All right, thanks, Brady. Uh, see you freaks in a few minutes. The president leads old Joe into the tent as the general and the corporal wait outside. Oh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
twisted but actually not half bad thanks general i can get rid of those (laughs) not a problem sir Uh, so tell me aren't the enlisted men kind of you know embarrassed about old joe well uh, actually no no (laughs) why not well usually the men just ride him into town Playhouse. Tune in again next time when we'll hear Ahmed the Camel Merchant say, Hey, big man, let me hold it all. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio here for a few more minutes. Uh, if you were with us earlier this morning, you found out all about the Royal Corgis, the Queen of England's dogs. I got it pretty good. If you missed it, you can catch up anything you missed on the Big Show this morning, the John Boy Billy's Late Risers podcast. Thing you need right there at thebigshow.com. And uh, I found this out. Look at this. It's just one line. It says, the top diplomatic cat in Great Britain has retired after four years of service. Now, is this an actual cat or is I this something uh, you got from Richard Petty? <laughs> I don't know. You know, an English cat. <laughs> that, that diplomatic cat, he retired. It's got to be a cat because I don't think they talk like the king over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, our king, Richard Petty. Mm-hmm. Well, they, I don't know when well, their king's dead, right? You're, you know what, John? Yeah. Let's keep talking about it since <laughs> none of us have any idea what you're talking about. Okay, well, somebody check it out. I just was talking about the dogs, and then this came across it. The top diplomatic cat retired after four years. Wait, oh, this That's says from somewhere in America. <laughs> no, what? Tater. Mm. All right, well, that wasn't too interesting. <laughs> but, uh, here's something. Uh, Dr. Carla Cook. Uh, yesterday afternoon, he said, man, tell the listeners, uh, John Boy and Bill of Sauce is on Instagram now. All right, Jackie, I know you're on Instagram. You follow that. So it says, uh, follow the sauce. So the way you find it is John Boy and Billy Sauce. Mm-hmm. All right. So on Instagram. All right. Y'all figure that right. out. Um, okay. Wait, I think I have something for that. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Ah, perfect. All right, good work, Carl. Yes, okay, Instagram, John Boy and Billy Sauce, uh, top diplomatic cat retired at four. Yeah, I think we, I think we I covered think so. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it then. Bitbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, ninety nine cents each, fifteen for nine ninety nine. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime's the perfect time for John Boy and Billy Southern sweet tea, y'all. Stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 stuff. Online services by animate.com. Hi, uh, y'all. Yeah. Thursday down, Friday on the horizon, ahead into Labor Day weekend. Great rest of your day. We'll get it going tomorrow. I love you, man. Now? Now? Yep, now. <laughs>
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.